It's Friday, December 2nd, 2022, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we review the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as other superpowered stories that caught our attention. And when I say we, I'm referring to my bundles of nerd joy joining me this evening. Um, that's the best I could use to describe them. Uh, yeah, so I every time I try to introduce the first person, uh, like and and claim he's never he's not going to have any more technical difficulties. He does, so I'm just going to not do that and just bring out Ricky. Yeah, that's a pretty good disclaimer to have. Yeah. Um, there's nothing guaranteed in life except taxes, uh, death, and me messing up the show. <laughs> to an extent, yeah. yeah. Um, I we are 83 episodes in, and uh, I still enjoy doing this with you, but. It is amazing to me how many times those buttons don't work for you. So it's just better to not. Not yeah. Just... We just I just got to expense and more new equipment. I think that's just the solution. I don't know that that's the reason. Yeah. Um, it's the same buttons as always. But anyways, um, we do have two special guests joining us tonight, and so I think I just want to bring them out before we continue chatting. Uh, so yeah, I don't have any any specific thing that you know any specific cool intro other than uh these are two of the people that have uh supported this show the most this whole year and the last year as well um and uh they're always fun to come on and i don't know that i've ever had them on the show together at the same time uh so i thought it would be fun to just have two people uh come and, and do this special holiday episode with us uh let's bring out ian and clark hello Welcome. Welcome, guys. And You've never been on the show together, huh? Nope. And uh, it is my birthday on Monday, so this is also a special uh, birthday episode Ooh. for Shameless Ooh. plug. Yeah. I have no shame. Uh, now we have to get you a birthday. Now you're going to get doxxed. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. Now they, know you're, now they know that your birthday. Yep. You just um, gave out uh, some valuable information. Yeah. Somebody's hacking you as we What's, speak. What was the name of your first pet? <laughs> I didn't have nice. pets. Nice. I had sisters. Nice. Um, Do they share your mother's maiden name? <laughs> nice. Okay, kidding, kidding. Well, welcome to the show, guys. It's been it's been a, a little while. Um, I think uh, Ian was last on like episode seventy nine. I don't. I think was it's that Harley? What do we have? Was that Harley? Yeah, yeah, it was a okay. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, it's been a while since Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I was communicating to you guys before the show, uh, you know, a, a few, I think a couple months ago, like when the, uh, the drip of nerd content started slowing down, uh, Ricky and I just kind of made the creative decision that maybe we don't need to do the show weekly just to force out a show. So we started doing less and less just, and just coming back whenever it was time, um, to do something new. And, this week, we actually meant to do, we, well, we considered doing the show last week, but Ricky was out of town. Um, but we're going to be talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy um, holiday special that dropped on Disney Plus last last week. And, um, you know, thankfully, everybody had a good week to, to, to absorb it and maybe absorb it more than once. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess I just kind of want to know what else have you guys been doing like lately? What, what have you been nerding out on besides the guardians special? Clark, please have that at first. 
<laughs> well, I know we're going to talk about news. So we had a lot of trailers drop uh, this last week, but uh, um, lately, you know, definitely been playing a lot of Marvel Snap, which has you know become a side sponsor of the show. What's your what's uh, the Snap score, <laughs> Ian, Ian and Clark? And stuff. Oh God! So your, your collector I'm, score? Uh, I'm I'm in the eight hundreds, so I'm okay. still well below you guys. Modest man. Yeah. Damn, I'm I'm actually way below everybody because I got I got. It's weird because I got I was playing like crazy and then I got sick, and you'd think that that would be the kind of game you could totally play while being sick, but like I was just not feeling anything. So I think my score is like just under five hundred. So I got some work to do. I, I got to put in but, but today I got a uh, Patriot Zola and uh, Thor, so it was a it was a good card day. Nice. The unofficial sponsor. Uh, let's see <laughs> if we can wrong. make them official. Yeah. Um, what about you, uh, Ian? Oh man, uh, let's see. Game wise, been trying to get further along in uh, Gotham Knights, and then I'm, I'm like the, the you know media side. I actually went back and rewatched all of Mando and that, both seasons, and wow. then watched um, this week. It's between watching the Guardians uh, movies and the special, I uh, knocked out another rewatch or a rewatch of Loki because I had only watched it the one time that it aired. So, um, and boy, I was on rewatch even more impressed than I was the first time, especially that last episode. Show of the year. Show of the year. Denix, Denix Media's show of the year. That, of no, last year <laughs> no no it was not it was not but it doesn't mean i didn't i did i disliked it i did like it i liked it both times i watched it because i watched everything twice back then uh and uh i did like it i just you know i just have i just have issues with the 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 twist at the end but uh you know time will heal all wounds so mm -hmm. i'm sure as future content comes out it'll be more uh you know more enjoyable to watch but i think we're, what, we're not there yet i think what really did it for me this time was the first time i was all invested in like the story and what's happening and what's it all mean and this time i was able to just like watch people act and take in their performances and like, oh yeah for not sure. necessarily stew in the 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 mcu-ness of it and more mm -hmm. just kind of enjoy how good tom hiddleston is and how good uh what's his name jonathan majors is that yep. yeah yeah like yeah. that episode with him is just he is just incredible in that he plays that character very well and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him yeah i'm looking forward to seeing him play it completely different yeah exactly I mean? like, that's, that's the, the thing i want to see i want to see that like multiple personalities that he can kind of bring to being yeah. you know different versions of that yeah what about you ricky uh and or um well it's gone now i mean uh, it happened over the break right it ended yeah yeah um, last week i, I love that and, show that was and great. it's strong but and best yeah. up there for best show of the year um it's I'm, it's it's I'm with you. It's, I'm with you. it's some good television it had andy circus so you know i'm getting it like an extra 50 <laughs> points for that and then it was really really good star it's wars, like a so. good show and then it's also star wars and I think that's why I'm not going to lie. If you had to start ranking all the shows of the year, I think, uh, I think it's been very hard to top peacemaker. 
Peacemaker is yeah. a strong entry too. I think, I think that one just went balls to the wall. Uh, just pure entertainment for a good 30 to 45 minutes or however long you know, the episodes were every week. And I just never stopped laughing and enjoying myself. And I always watch the intro video every time. I know this wasn't your intention, but let's just, we can just easily turn this into your show of the year. For, for me <laughs> personally, it was She-Hulk uh, just for what I enjoyed. That was for me the most entertaining show. I love, I love me some, some She Hulk, mm-hmm. and I, I would have to, I'd have to actually question myself to see like, does my love of She Hulk surpass my love of Peacemaker? And I'm not sure because it, I definitely love the supporting cast of Peacemaker way more than the supporting yes. cast of, of She Hulk. It was a strong year. Love, yeah. You know. Yeah, it was. It, and, it started and, off big with Peacemaker and it finished big with Andor and it I mean, had good stuff in the middle the whole time. And so. small Does Dennis spoilers. support a woman-led show or the white male uh, status quo that, we all, that we all know about? Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, slight spoilers, uh, this is definitely going to bleed into our trivia game that we'll be doing later today. Uh, it is kind of a year-in-review trivia um, so hopefully you guys enjoy that. Uh, but aside from that, you know, some other formalities, like as we mentioned, Guardians is going to be the spotlight for the night. Um, but Ricky will be uh, providing us some nerd news that's going to catch us up on like the last two or three weeks of, of nerd news, which like Clark mentioned, includes a lot of trailers and stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, it, you know, if anybody's out there uh, watching us, um, if you're watching us live, you know, don't be shy. We'll be checking the comments regularly. Uh, and if you can't get enough of us, you should visit uh, patreon.com slash Media, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings, including uh, recent episodes of our live after show, The Soapbox. Uh, patrons get exclusive access to chat with us. But if that's not your thing, don't worry. We'll be releasing it to the public next week. Uh, when I say variety, I guess uh, Ian would know more about that than anybody, but I think I, I it's been a drought for a couple of weeks, but I dumped a lot of photos on you guys a few weeks ago. Yeah, you um, did. a lot yeah. of stuff. I went, and, I went. and sometimes when I do that, I stop and I, I, <laughs> I just stop. I'm like, that was too much stuff. I'm done. And then I'll come back in a few weeks later and be like, I'm not giving them enough stuff. So just, just, just know that there's always a sense of guilt that I feel with my patrons. Yeah. Um, I feel Don't the same way with my OnlyFans subscribers. <laughs> uh, you should. You should. We're waiting. We're waiting for more. <laughs> uh, no, the uh, for Patreon supporters, like it's it's definitely like a multimedia experience. It's not just a soapbox. You get some some like uh, toy art. You get some really cool information. You get pics as a front and the back. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You get you get you get those you side get, views. All that you get stuff. nerd infographics on the latest Haslab project. Well, yeah, unboxing. I don't even I don't even collect the toys. I collect Lego, as you can see. But yeah, I, but I find those those the infographics and the like the rise and dips in like support very interesting. Actually, side it, note, tangentially related to that. Uh, so I just started playing Midnight Suns um, a little after midnight this morning, um, uh, like around actually around one in the morning or one or 30 or two something like that uh and i was too tired to enjoy it in the morning uh that early but i've been playing it throughout the day it's it's getting better it's not it's not 
it's not pulling me in yet, but there's a moment where I went into a, a Tony Stark's like garage area that he set up at this mystical retreat. And in it is Robbie Reyes's Hell Charger. Oh, and it just broke my heart. Oh, I so last year, two years ago, they came out with the Robbie Reyes uh, toy set, Lego Lego set with a little minifigure, and he has like the dumb charger, but it's not a really a charger. This year, they came out with a Fast and Furious branded Lego set with a dumb Vin Diesel. <laughs> A minifigure and an actual charger you damn you know damn well i just bought the actual charger and put my Robbie, nice. Robbie rays in there it's on You're my nice. desk at work yeah i don't know if i ever mentioned this to you guys but like um it was kind of like weird tangential news but as soon as that uh has lab project failed on on halloween uh a company out in asia i can't remember what part of asia announced that they will be making a uh, unlicensed, a black car inspired <laughs> car with surprisingly removable tires that you can replace with fire tires. And like it was literally all of the Beauty designs, of the specter yeah. driver so car. It, yeah. it will exist at, in some capacity, <laughs> um, and it will be a comparable price, but it will not come with the character necessarily. but it's a shame that that one failed because that I mean you know I I always look to see what the, the you know yeah the toy you're tracking yeah. is they killed and that it. one was a solid set like yeah it, it, it was, was pretty really cool. had some cool yeah. Hispanic Heritage Month ever it was. it was and to fail near Halloween is just I mean yeah. on Halloween That's, on yeah. Halloween even come on yeah. guys that was really rough that was a, that was look at a you nerd community failing yeah this one. I know damn it. All right, well, let's get let's get some more positivity going. Uh, Ricky, I'm sure you got some some happy news for us. Yeah, I got some happy news. You ready? All right, cool. Let's do this. All right. Uh, this kind of came out of the blue over a little hiatus. Uh, comic book artist. A writer, Ken Penders, came out on Twitter um, over the week and shared this little photos, uh, this little photo to the internet. What do you, what do you guys think this is? That's John Malkovich's vulture suit, isn't yes. it? Yep, yep. from, from Spider Man Four. Dude, um, little prototype vulture suit that they got going on there. Just thinking Malkovich is the vulture makes me like giddy with joy. I would have loved that. It's almost like. Too on the nose, though, right? I don't know. Like, like yeah, I guess maybe it could a, a 2008 John Malkovich, right? Yeah, it is. But I still maintain that the the Homecoming Vulture is one of the best revitalizations of a character that I've ever seen. I think a reinterpretation, yeah, reinterpretation, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. He's great. Absolutely fantastic. But when I, I like think until he showed up in Morbius, vulture, well, yeah, yeah. There we go. yeah, that kind <laughs> of like that took like ten points off. Uh, no, but like when I think classic vulture, I like, and I try to think of actors that would old, that would old fill man that. in green suit. Yeah, I think Malkovich would be yeah. like spot well, on. Have you guys ever seen like there's the uh, the leak storyboards that come out come out from first Spider Man four? Um, saying he was like supposed to die like within the first act of that movie. Spider Man, that's messed up. No, well, yeah, him too. But the vulture was supposed Spider-Man. to die, and his daughter was supposed to take on the mantle, and. 
that was the the crux of that movie but kind of cool cast, casting for I the daughter i believe the daughter is i don't know it off the top of my head but uh yeah spider-man 4 the movie that never was until it will be one day because yeah, we'll bring it back as the comic who knows I'm still waiting for an Andrew Garfield. I want, I want Amazing Spider-Man three before Spider-Man yeah, four. Exactly. Ditto. Exactly. Ditto. Let Sam Raimi do other stuff. Alrighty, moving on. Michael Gandolfini, uh, son of the late is it John Gandolfini? Right. James. James again. From the Sopranos, fame is signed on for Daredevil: Born Again. Uh, rumor has it is he is playing Kingpin's son. Uh, thoughts, interests. Is it like what the you... rose or something? What is it? It's any stories that pertain to Kingpin's uh, Kingpin's son? Yeah. Uh, I mean, son die? Is that the whole thing? Or the wife dies? Well, I think that's that's in Into the Spider Verse. His son dies, but I can't think. Of, I can't remember a specific Kingpin story where, like, or I mean, a Daredevil story where the son of Kingpin is really important to it, but. It's been a little while since I've read all all of the core. He was in Spider Man, but wasn't he called like the Rose or something like that? I don't know. I, I know the Rose is a signature from the Kingpin, so it would make sense. Kiss from yeah. Rose. Yeah, I, I I remember a story arc with him, and I'm pretty sure that was a Spider Man story arc from back in the '90s. That was yeah, that was big. But he was but in the Saints of Newark, and yeah. he's all right in that movie. So. I, I, I'm sure I trust their I'm casting. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's yeah. fine. Um, Marvel's Marvel casting has been so spot on. Yeah. yeah. Just give me this show now. Yes. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. You'll get That's it in, it. what is it, 2024, right? That's when this yeah. came out? Dang it. But X-Men, wow. X-Men comes out next year, right? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I think both the animated shows come out next year, right? I'm going to need uh, you to tell me all the things that come out at the beginning of next year. Cause wait, what's the I'm other gonna... animated show? The Spider-Man show. I thought they canned that. No, uh, I think the rumors they canned it. Oh, yeah, uh, the the ongoing rumor with that is they put the brakes on a season two. So of Spider-Man. Whatever. Yeah, uh, Homecoming oh. or whatever freshman year. Because they realized it was going to create a bunch of continuity errors. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, we got Iger back. Yeah. What else you got? All right. Jan Demange, uh, director of White Boy Rick and an episode of Lovecraft Country, is going to be uh, taking on the uh, taking on Blade. He's the new Blade director. I'm so just frustrated with all the troubles this this movie has right now. Like, just like why? Why is it so hard? Just just make make a Blade movie. I think because the, right. the the Blade that exists out there is just so good, right? And I think more important, they got a new screenwriter because a lot of the problems they had with with the script that's troubling to me that they would yeah. have problems with the script you know what i mean like but it's it, it is trouble i mean imagine you're you're tasked to write a blade script and you only have three action scenes in the entire movie that's like, that's a problem yeah that's, that that's not a blade movie that's true that's fair that's fair i mean they just yeah. got to find a way to top the blood rave and i think you're good right I, you don't top the blood rage. No, you don't. You, you just let you that never. Just let that be in cinematic you history. You can never top the blood rage. I dropped a blood rage reference at work, um, out the blue, and 
I was surprised how many people knew that reference. Clearly, Ooh. you do not watch What We Do in the Shadows because they did they did an entire season built off of the Blood Rave. Yes, they did. Blood Rave. Yes. Everyone's favorite Marvel game oh uh, gets an update. God. And no, we're not talking about Snap. Uh, Marvel's Avengers uh, is dropping Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, as a playable character. He also gets some new uh, story missions as well. Who's hopping back in with me? You know, we've been talking about this game since the very first episode of Dan Excel's here, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. I know, and yep. I love it. I love it. still yeah. keeps on giving. And, and I think we've been hating on this game since the first episode of that show. Too. We liked it, right? We, we liked month? it until I like, but I, the, the game had already been out yeah. for a while yeah, by the yeah. time we started doing the podcast. I liked it until I finished the single player campaign and then realized that I was just going to be doing the same thing over and over and over and yeah. over again yeah. without Miss Marvel being as cool as she was in the single player story. <laughs> yeah. I feel like ever since they delayed the, the, the Wakanda raid, right? That was like the first hiccup. This game has just gone just downhill. Yeah, no, they promised like content drops like weeks Monthly, by week, week like month after month yeah. or something and then it was like as soon as the game dropped they were like yeah it's gonna be like three months before we give you a tidbit and then another six months before anything good and then oh yeah remember that spider-man we told you about yeah wait like a year hasn't square sold off crystal dynamics too like is like i think they're trying to yeah, yeah. like I, I don't like i just wish they would just let this game die but it's just, it's such a memeable thing now at this point, you know, it's just, it's That's so depressing. Like it's That's the thing with those be... games as a service games though. You can't let them die because you paid, you, you invested so much. You got it. But just a pile churning. on for me, it was when they had the announced big end game content with single player only. That just doesn't <laughs> work. With the, the maestro content, right? No, like the, the hive. Oh yeah! Remember where where you, you know that's where you the, oh, big, the thirty the level hive. The hive is single player is incredibly frustrating. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. To me, that was that was the final sort of nail on the coffin. Well, you know, it was already mostly dead, but then that yeah. they just left that as the main end game content for months and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh well. R.I.P. This game that's not dead actually. <laughs> Speaking of the end, and still has one of my up... favorite beginnings. Love that first level. It's a great story. The whole story. Yeah, the story is good. All five um, hours of it. But taking us to the end of the news and the end of this story, we got a trailer for Guardians 3. We did. Yes, we I trailer. liked it better than the special. You know, bah humbug <laughs> wow. you, man. Wow. We're, we're going to be talking, clearly. Uh, <laughs> at CCXP, uh, was it two days ago yesterday, we got the Guardians 3 trailer. Um, pretty similar to the Comic Con trailer, if I remember, Clark. I think the intro is a little bit different. There, there were some differences. Uh, um, what do you guys this, they, they, didn't, they didn't show the the planet. Yeah, and, in the and knew Com that instantly. I'm gonna cry when I watch this movie. Oh my God! There's gonna and, be so know, many tears. Oh yeah. When right. Dennis said that, I, I felt that was very, very significant to what makes this series so special. Because this was the series that introduced really comedy into the MCU. You know, the first one was funny. 
well they've all been funny but it's a comedy movie and the fact that here we are on the the third one and we just see the trailer and we're all sure we're going to cry is just such a testament to how good these characters have been created and how and how and how they totally ripped off star wars and somehow made it better in ways yeah (laughs) sure Um, no it's what what i like about these movies is that you've gotten to watch this band of misfits grow to be a family and now like when you see the trailer and you see people being upset you're like oh god no, they're going to tear the family apart. They're going to break my heart multiple times, and I'm not ready for that. I mean, you no, know, people, but... people are. are they're not that yeah. whole team. The whole team's not going to make it out of this movie. That's, no, it's pretty not. obvious. And it's that's pretty obvious from the trailer. The, the why I'm going to cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But. it's but it's cool, and and like what Clark said is true. Like it's it is a testament because I I I do have an emotional connection to these characters more so than a lot of other characters in the in the MCU, and. And I think that, you know, a large part of that is James Gunn, who who put character first, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. and story second. And 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 I think that's what makes every time I see them so enjoyable. Even even when they're there in Thor Love and Thunder, it's still a treat, even if they don't do anything. Because like I just like seeing them. I like being there. Like it's so crazy to me that mantis got introduced in guardians of the galaxy volume two and here we are volume three but we feel like we love and know mantis even though like they she hasn't had her own guardians movie since then but i've gone on the ride with her i've seen infinity war i've seen endgame and i've seen two thor movies and you know what i mean like it's it's so weird to me how much mantis is a part of my 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 life and and it's so yeah it's it's impressive like and I, it's a testament to James Gunn and how he 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 tells the story. It's so One of my favorite scenes in Infinity War is when they go to space and it just says space and the music kicks and everybody in the theater just went crazy because they knew okay here are the Guardians. You know that was that feeling and it was in somebody it was a completely different movie but the feeling of the Guardians was yeah. just everybody was right. Oh, yeah. we're getting Guardians. Awesome. And you guys know Nebula is just my favorite character in yep. the entire MCU. She's uh, great. Anytime I get to see her, like her, her performance as that character is unlike anything I've ever seen Karen Gillan do ever. Like she just embodies this totally different person yeah. when she's Nebula. Mm-hmm. And I just love her for it. And I don't know why I'm so attracted to her blue bald head. Um, <laughs> I just love her. I love it. I'm going to I'm going to miss James Gunn in the MCU like I like, am too. Uh, you know, with, yeah. with him leading DC and everything now, obviously we're not going to yeah. get any more James Gunn yeah. in the MCU. You can't like, really do a side project when he's the yeah, boss yeah. of the And MCU. I mean even yeah. like I, I'm hoping at least he'll he'll take on a DC property and do some more but like I'm almost worried that this leadership role that he's now got or this creative like director like is going to almost rob us of more James Gunn movies. I don't know. Which are I, so good. I'm pretty sure so he's good. still doing another season of Peacemaker. Well, yeah, I think he'll do, he'll finish out what he's like, you know, got in the pipe. But he probably already I think, wrote it. Yeah. But yeah, I think Peacemaker's kind of already, it's probably already in at least pre-production. But I, I just think... feel like when they go, when he starts to get more and more deep in trying to connect their whole thing, that 
we're going to get less James Gunn movie. We may not. I get think that's okay. No, I, I, I want to see who more James Gunn just in a different capacity. You get like that's a Feige situation true. with him where yeah, I want to see the people he brings on. Yeah, well, it's also fun to see like to know like the battles that Feige make like has for every part of yeah. every movie, like the things he fights for. You know, like it's 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 always like really cool, and I I want to hear those stories about James Gunn. Because I think James Gunn is going to make the DC universe feel real, like just oh, like yeah. he did with Peacemaker. Like Peacemaker is the first time I felt that universe. Well, sorry, the Suicide Squad is the first time I felt that move that universe felt legitimately real. You know, like it's so the Peacemaker is an extension of that. So yeah, it's going to be sad that we're going to lose him from Marvel, but like at the same time. I think I'm ready give for DC him to leave, a leave more. No, no, I, I want and, DC. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for this direction. I just, I just hope it doesn't mean less James Gunn movies. Like, yeah, it probably means movies. less James Gunn movies, but it, I don't think it means no James Gunn movies. Yeah, I have that feeling. I just, I just feel that way. I think, I think Peter Safran's going to handle a lot more of the the business end of things and James Gunn's going to handle a lot of the creative stuff. And if it, and if every now and then he feels like he's the one that needs to step in and, and make it work, I think he will, you know, I think one I mean, of these days Feige is going to direct something. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, like it. Steven no. Spielberg runs like massive companies too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and he still cranks movies out. So he created DreamWorks. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's doable. Don't count him out. I think I'm he's not, still got I'm a not, lot of stories just, left to tell. I just love what he did with those. He made characters that no, like half the, the populace had never even heard of. Lovely. I think that's and another one of like, the reasons why it's, it's so, so good. Because they didn't have preconceived mm -hmm. ideas. Of but I'm, I'm happy to see, yeah. you know, he had a, a forced exit, I guess, at Disney for a yeah. minute. Yeah. Um, so now he gets to say his goodbye his way. Yeah. And I'm kind of happy with that. I, I'm Except you weren't own. happy with it. And and he literally did. He filmed them all back to back. And we got part of it last week. And you are shitting on it. And so you're poo pooing on yeah. it already. Yeah. yeah. The, the <laughs> Christmas aside. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Before we get violent with Ricky, if you got no more news, um, why don't we? But there were two we... other major trailers that came out, but okay. We there, were, there were, there were, there were. There were trailers that were not Marvel trailers, but uh, sure, okay. if you want to talk about uh, Indiana Jones um, and the Dial, Dial of Doom. Destiny. Dial Soap of, of Destiny. Dial of Dumb. Destiny. Dial of Dumb. I'm in. Um, I'm in. I'm in. I'll see it. I mean, that's Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford put, we talked about it two shows ago, put butts in seats. That doesn't, I don't care. Your mom is going to go watch seats. that movie. I you don't know. know. He, no, my mom's not. Indiana Jones punched a Nazi in that trailer, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I yeah. don't think butts and seats is what I care about. So I think that's that's a difference. That's you're already you're already not speaking to me. I don't care yeah. what puts butts and seats. I care about what puts me in that in that theater. You know, and I don't I don't feel drawn to that movie yet because it just feels like you're propping up a dead body with a ton of CG because <laughs> like, they are. <laughs> yeah it just it just looks like i don't i barely see harrison ford in a lot of those scenes i see i see a a, a shell on top of him no they're gonna 
they're gonna pass the the baton. Um, they tried they're, that already. Kyle LaBeouf no, gonna come back? No, no, no. But they they did try. Mutt Williams. They've got, uh, they've got that Phoebe. Phoebe uh, Waller. No, I don't think they will. I mean, Harrison Ford has been clear. He doesn't want anyone else taking his legacy. Not up to him. They don't want anybody playing that. He doesn't want anybody yeah. playing Indiana, but they could well, totally. Well, too bad. River Phoenix on. already did it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it did it well. No, I'm, I'm like I said, I mean, they, they showed me Indiana Jones in a hat and a leather jacket punch a Nazi. So, like, that, yeah. I'm already in. Like, 80s me is there in the seat, ready to go. Best thing to come out of this movie is a update the ride. And it's gonna, uh, we're good it's to gonna go. Be a trilogy. It's going to be a great trilogy. A great trilogy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Five is gonna make a great trilogy somehow. We got a Beast Wars trailer with with actual car looking Transformers. Um, yeah, I yeah. I reserve judgment until I watch it, but not in theaters. I'm not watching them in theaters. I I, I, I was Ron Perlman Gorilla not doing it for you. I'm I'm just gonna be sad if it falls like Bumblebee and just falls that far below the Bay movies yes you like you know i like bumblebee i did i like bumblebee a lot but it was nowhere near as successful as oh no the Bay movies. oh bank in china yeah That's... so i just i just hope that this one does well enough to reward because it's like like we said they're giving the, the hardcore fans what we wanted and uh, a vehicle optimus that looks like <laughs> optimus or you know where they, they look like vehicles and not this. Oh, I meant I, I was I was saying the robots look like the way they're supposed to. Yeah, look. The yes, that's what I'm really, saying. Yeah, the, really the robots yeah. and stuff that they look they look like the the generation one stuff, and I just I want that to be successful because I just remember what happened with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, when oh we got Bebop and Rocksteady and and Kang and 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 the Terradrome and then it just bombed. And they were like, "What? We gave you what you wanted." And like, yeah, but it sucked. But yeah, you know, like that's why give... I don't, I don't have any faith because it's the same people who did that are doing this again. You know, like it's the same, it's the same creative people behind those. So I didn't hate the the, the, the turtle movies. I yeah, they're, they're I, fine. I, part of it is you know I I have young boys and I watched it with them and they're all hyped on Ninja Turtles so it was like again it just takes me back straight to like me at that age in the 80s doing the same thing so like I got to experience them jumping around in the middle of a room with their katanas <laughs> and like their nunchucks and like you you're know, giving your kids katanas hey man you got you got to start them off early if you're going to survive in this world. Nice. Well, I would say the Maximals look way better than I was expecting. Is that you what know, they're called? Maximals? They, their Maximals look great, except for the fact that I think they look more like the toys than they do actual creatures. Like, I'm you know, okay with like that. part yes. of the part of the fantasy of the show is that I mean it's bad. It's like 1990s, you know, mainframe CG. <laughs> so <Mainframe>. nothing nothing <laughs> looks great. But but you know the animals that they turned into supposedly blended in with the animals that were in that environment and like this looks like a robot monkey well it's like, also like he's gorilla. like a giant <laughs> robot <True>. gorilla <laughs> like there's a he's size difference too yes. yeah but i like i'm it. fine with yeah. it as much but as that, I, cause yeah. I, I hated that female transformer in two that just suddenly turned from a girl into the 
Yeah. Oh yeah. RC looks legit. RC looks like the most legit of any character in Transformers ever. Uh, and that's that does tug at my heartstrings. But I do know that too many Transformers movies have have baited hurt me you. and hurt me. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, I'm gonna it's just uh, yeah. you know, I'm cautious. I, I want to like it, but I'm very cautious. Yeah. So well, we wish it, it luck. It's wild because we got like we got three trailers in the what was all it, the, same, the day. same day, right? Yeah. And there was also know, a new Ant Man. There was a new Ant Man one too, but it's oh, it's, it's like a special it's, feature, yeah. Thing. Um, it was, but we had we had three three in the same day, so like the the inner you know the nerd and, is just and like then if you add cocaine fed, bear, it's fed. just amazing. Yeah, but, the, the but what's wild trailer. is what's wild is like now Gar. I mean, you know. You know my nickname's Dr. Jones and I'm an Indiana Jones guy. You'd think that had been my favorite, but like of the trailers, Guardians definitely was the one that I was most on. But yeah. even even weirder is I kept thinking after watching all three of those trailers and, and how strong next year is gonna be, I was like, Man, I just want an into the Spider-Verse 2 trailer again, please. Can I get some more of that? Sure. Which is like which is just crazy because like that just I can't wait. Like I can't wait till July. That movie well, is gonna been be out so already. good. Well, like, I know. Yeah, here's yeah, here's the funny thing about that. Like, I mean, you know, I think Travis, we had him on the show a couple weeks ago, and like he 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 calls it an embarrassment of riches, and it's and it's true though. Like 2022, uh, if you're a nerd who likes superheroes, high fantasy, or uh, you know, Star Wars, like you had a wealth of stuff to watch. Like it was too much. Um, and, and it's weird to me to think where this year started, where we were so hyped for all the, all the things that were supposed to come out this year. And here we are now in December and it's like, yeah, I feel you. Like, it's weird that there's like about four or five things that didn't end up coming out that, that, well, would have made this probably the greatest year ever in, in, oh, yeah. in nerd yeah. uh, culture if if they had come out like into uh, Beyond the Spider Verse, um, uh, Shazam, right? Like I think yeah. was was the, the Flash, Aquaman two, the Flash. <laughs> Aquaman two was supposed to come out at Christmas as well. As, yeah. as a betting man, I would, I think it's a safe bet to assume that you're going to get quite a few trailers attached to Avatar for yeah those things mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah but with that all said i do have a fun trivia game that will celebrate that it. fun year of stuff that we got Let's Good segue. Go. all right so uh i don't know if you guys watch but uh, um, um, at the end of she hulk um, we had a special guest on Adam who uh, was a giant Hulk fan. And so I made, I tried to make a really hard trivia game for him. Uh, and I called it like the gamma guessing game, because basically instead of what I normally do, which is like give you guys a lot of like context or multiple choice or whatever, you know, like um, to, to kind of logic your way into the answer for Adam, I just, I just ask a question or I, and he just have to know the answer, like no multiple choice. And I decided, well, one, I'm lazy. So I left the, 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 the graphics for the gamma guessing game. 
Um, but we're not doing a gamma guessing game necessarily. It's just, uh, I'm going to give you guys a quote. I'm going to give you a quote from some of the greatest and worst nerd content that we got this year. And all you got to do is work together as a team to decide what content it's from. You could do even more and tell me the character that said it, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. I just wanted to see how many of these quotes you guys can get. Mm. And uh, fair warning, I didn't use everything that came out this year because it's way too much. But I did more than I usually do for trivia. So here we go. Oh, boy. I'm, just, I'm glad we're working as a team. First up, guys. At first, it was fun. Then scary. Then fun again. Then spooky. But in a fun way. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Um, Who wants to say it? This is right. Yeah, Wait, Madison. Is that her? Yeah, that was the name. From with an I. Oh, from She-Hulk. Uh, from She-Hulk with the Y, she but not where you think. Yeah. Obviously, I had to start with a She-Hulk one just to give you. I love that. That is. I wanted to make it a little easy for you on the first one. Uh, good That's job, one guys. Of the best new characters. Madison yes. is amazing. I don't know Absolutely. if you guys have watched the the uh, Marvel. Uh, what is it? The what do they call it? The the behind the scenes mm -hmm. show. Um, the one with uh, the the She-Hulk one. There's a whole like section we're talking with Madison and I don't know. Watch that. I don't watch now, I'm gonna, now I'm doing that it's later. Awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> um, all right. Next up. Good job, guys. Let's each say something we're grateful for that black people have contributed to American culture. Is that Peacemaker? Yeah. I think that might be, yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> Good job, guys. Uh, it was the vigilante was. and peacemaker. I guess I didn't say who said it, but yeah, you didn't have to, but it's okay. Good job. I tried to I tried to call way back. That's still one of my favorite lines. That's that was an excellent scene. They were rolling in their van when when they said that, right? No, that's when he no? got himself arrested so that he could get into the, the prison oh, that, yeah, okay. with yeah. Peacemaker's dad and all the white supremacists. That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, so he That's like right. threw a trash can at the at the jail like uh window and yeah. Anyways, excellent show. I can't wait for more of it. Next up, you're doing good so far. If you don't shut up, you won't be invited to the orgy. Oh that is that the boys? That's, that's gotta be the boys, yeah. Hero guys. Uh, I think no, I think that's I want to say Peacemaker again, but I, I'll go with you guys. You want to say the I voice. mean, it could even be. No, I don't think it was from Harley. No, wait. No, 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 no. It's from it's from Thor. It's from Thor Love and Thunder. Oh. Um, yeah. Ricky just saved your butts. Yeah, no, he's nice. right. He's right. I, I, Zeus, right? That was Zeus. Yeah. That was yeah. Zeus. Okay, yeah. that was Zeus. As soon as as but, soon as he said the movie, I was like, oh, I remember it now. But I really wanted you to be thrown off by that orgy. Uh, it was also an embarrassment of riches for orgies and orgy talk this <laughs> year. Um, so quite quite a great year that. for me. Look at that. It released right on my birthday. Awesome. Exactly. All right. Ricky three, saved yeah. you on that one, guys. Good job. Good job Next up. Team. I thought Joe Cool was the camel that sold cigarettes to children. 
I know. I remember the quote being said because I remember the camel. Is this from the Batman? No. No. So Joe Chill is it from Harley? Because Joe Chill was the guy. Yeah, it's from Harley. Harley. It's from Harley. I'll go with it. Yeah, it's Harley. It's the episode where Doctor Psycho takes them inside of yes, Bruce Wayne's Wayne's mind, and they're like, "Hey, isn't that Joe Cool?" And they're like, "No, Joe Cool's yeah, Joe Cool's what Snoopy uh, does when he wears the sunglasses and stuff." And then Doctor Psycho says. I thought Joe Cool was the camel that sold cigarettes to children. They're like, no, that's Joe Batman camel. adjacent. And he didn't. <laughs> Harley Quinn, season three, uh, started out rough and it ended so well. I love that show. It was it was excellent um, this season. I can't wait for the next season, which will also be run by James Gunn as well, who was in that season through the whole time. He was yeah, in that was... entire season of the show. Um, excellent. It was kind of hard for me to choose what quote to go with on that show, um, but I just had to go with a Doctor Psycho quote because I, I can hear him saying it in my head now. Yeah. Like after, like after reading it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what that is." Like, yeah. Where's my car, Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that too. All right, you're doing great so far. Here we go. Do you swear to protect the travelers of the night and bring my vengeance to those who would do them harm? Is that Moon Knight? Yeah, it's Moon Knight. You better damn believe it's Moon Knight. I just wanted to put that in there because I freaking love it. And I think it's one of the best lines. That came out this year? That was this year. What was that, March? That was March. That was March. And uh, I never, ever stop getting goosebumps when I hear F. Murray Abraham say that. I rewatched it today. The the song. What, What was the song? He plays when he wakes up. That that was on my Spotify uh, top five of the year. That's that, pretty good. Um, that led us into Major summer, right? Without love, something like that. Mm, yep, man without love. love yeah, yeah. Engelbert Humperdinck. Without love. Um, I just love that line. I know it wasn't as funny as all the other lines, but I had to include it. Sorry, guys. Next up, it's like you wear a neon sign that says "Raw Dog Me" on the bottom. I'm gonna go with the boys. I'm right? gonna go with the boys. Deductive yeah. reasoning of the thing we haven't <laughs> talked about yet. If right. we're not repeating, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was be Queen May's yeah. response to Huey saying hello to her, and she looks and, and how's she doing. <laughs> that is how she responded to Huey. Such in a good voice. I'm sorry. Yes. Is, is the season four next year? Is that a? I'm not sure, but this season was great. That it was an excellent season. No, I'm pretty sure they they already announced a season four. I think there was like a. Oh yeah, it's filming. All it's of filming the now. Were like if you haven't, if you haven't noticed, season. if you haven't noticed, by the way, I'm not reusing it, so you don't yeah. have to like, you know, guess another boys later and stuff. When I have another reference to a bottom. All right, here we go. Thursday, October 31st, the yeah. city streets are crowded for the holiday, yep. even with the rain. Hidden in the chaos is the element, waiting to strike like snakes. I'm there too, watching. And the quote was so much longer, but I stopped it there. The Batman. That is the Batman. The Batman. 
Um, as many things as I had problems with that movie, I do really like when he narrates. It's it's mm-hmm. like it's just enjoyable to me. Um, yeah. I also think it's a, a great example of when you have the music sort of produced, like already made while they're filming and stuff. Like that was a great thing. Like so often the music is done like at the just the tail end. And this one, they had that theme in their head as they were filming stuff, which I thought I think was cool. we get the Penguin show next year too, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, also the Penguin over, show. overseen by James Gunn. Um, all right, next up, guys. I think we're getting to the end soon. Pizza Papa always gets paid. Uh, it's a Doctor Strange. Or it's it's the vendor from Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that this year? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, yeah it was. That Jeez. was again May. Yeah. God, what a strong, strong year. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It is a Bruce crazy, Campbell. Give me give me a quick year and a on that movie, Clark and Ian. Oh yeah, a quick one. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange and Sam Raimi and mm-hmm. and, and, and Wanda yeah. being just a badass. Like I was in. Yeah, it, it, Ian, like, Ian and I though were probably the two that loved it the most uh, of, of our group. So just just a uh, like, it was the that, first yeah. one out the gate this year, movie wise, yeah. and I feel like everyone was kind of like a little disappointed. I was not the the, the hype, the hype train definitely. Because, uh, because what was the actual story of that movie? Like what actually happened? Wanda. Got jiggy with it. <laughs> there you go. That's the story. Wanda got jiggy with it. Next up on the planet Oa, I thought I had a pet raccoon, but he thought we were dating. What's that? Uh, well, Oa is Green Lantern, but yeah. since there was not a Green Lantern show. What did we talk about? That's What's another mm. DC. I don't know what else we talked about. Covered. And if we're not repeating, there was a Green Lantern direct to video that came out. I'm just gonna say it was Guy Gardner saying something stupid, but I don't. I don't (laughs) know what we, what this could be from that we talked about. (laughs) Uh, No one ever said that we talked about it, and that's where you you fail. This is from DC oh, League of oh, Super Pets. Super Pets. And right. I watched the movie because I thought we were going to talk about it. And then oh. we didn't do a show about it. And I actually liked this movie. I, thought I it liked was a it lot, too. It was fun. I thought it was a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, highly recommend for families to watch. It's it's some good uh, su- Super Pet lore that's built into that one. Uh, Kids but Green, really liked the Green, it. Green, the Green Lantern does say this. It's not Surprising. Kids really liked it. This uh, <laughs> I mean, they like really, really like it. This uh, this is the Jessica Cruz Green Lantern, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. It's this line. All right, I think you got one more left. Here we go. It's Morbin time. <laughs> well, I mean, that wasn't a line from a movie. Oh, um, that's right. Because you know what? I looked up every quote I could find, and they were all hot garbage. Yes, Morbin. They are. There that was whole not movie was hot he says, quote other than I am I'm Venom. Venom. Yeah, which is, that so. is the stupidest thing ever to have as a quote for Morbius. 
Uh. Dude, that movie hurt. Like, I watched, I would say, 85% of that movie and then got, like, fell asleep on the couch. And then, you know, normally, I, if, I, if I fall asleep in the middle of something, I would watch the rest of it the next day because I want to finish it. Like, I went, like, two weeks before I realized, oh, yeah, I didn't finish that. And then watched the end of it and was like, oh. I should not have finished that. Yeah, that was just a waste of my time. Like, you can know, I have that twenty-five minutes back, please? I have a yeah. I have a similar experience to another Sony movie. I have I am still forty-five minutes into Uncharted, and I have never finished it. And it's it's <laughs> been on my Netflix queue for about have you watched three four months? Venom two yet, Dennis? No, I have not watched Venom two yet because okay. I don't care enough. I don't care. Like, I'm I'm still slightly angry that that I. That I I made myself go watch this piece of crap, and I don't blame Frank for deciding to quit the show because he didn't want to go watch movies like this that we didn't that he didn't want to see. Um, and you know what? Frank recently finally decided to try watching Morbius, and he hates every bit of it. It's terrible. Like That's he so just bad. cannot. He just I feel like you just have to watch Venom too now, just like to get the context. I there's no context. I, I don't think there's so. There's no context. I know Venom Venom Two is much better than Morbius, but of course that's the bar is so low. That's you know, yeah. Ridiculous. But that yeah. was our year in review trivia. You guys did pretty good, except for that DC Super Pets. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised Ian didn't get that one. Well, I um, feel like I should have, but yeah, I should have gotten it. Like I said, I was watching it with the kids and didn't catch everything. Father of it's the okay. year. Father of the year. I try. I try. I don't think we're qualified to give that award out here. Yeah. Um, but all right. Okay. That was the year in review. And uh, much like the beginning of this year started with the glory that is Peacemaker, the final superhero content of the year is bookended by another James Gunn uh, story. And I think it's time to do the spotlight. Happy He brought us into this year and he'll take us out of this year. Um, wow, man. It was that was a crazy year of superhero content. Uh, some of the things I didn't mention, I think you guys mentioned them um, just as guesses and stuff. But uh, yeah, obviously, I didn't, I wasn't going to find a really funny line from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, I didn't know how many of you have seen Black Adam, so I didn't really want to try. Uh, there was too much stuff that came out. But I'm really happy that we got this little treat at the end of the year, like during Thanksgiving, um, that yep. Disney Plus dropped on us. And it's the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And for anybody who still hasn't had a chance to watch it, um, you know, spoiler warning, I guess. Like, um, I will say this, that the, the funny thing about the spoiler warning is, do you guys know how Disney Plus like puts out their little Marvel Legends, like uh, like short films that they do yeah, to yeah. recap? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you guys hear about that? I like, heard they about actually. This. Disney had to take down one of the ones they put out for right before this one came out uh, for Mantis and uh, Drax because I guess they chose to use a deleted scene from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in which Mantis confesses to Drax that she is Peter Quill's half-sister. Oh. And yes. people felt that that was a spoiler before 
watching it was that special. was a shock to me watching it. i'm like what did i miss that when did that yeah happen? and and I didn't watch it, so like I got it fresh, you know, when I watched the holiday special. But that's so weird to me that they would use a deleted scene yeah, in same. in content to do a recap of something. And like, but they do uh, that a lot, uh, unfortunately. Like when they have like previously on, and they'll have scenes that we yeah. never. I know this is a not related just just to Guardians, but I hate when I see that because I'm like, hey. No, we haven't seen that previously. That's the that was never part of it. Yeah. Okay. But in no, a, it, rant. I feel like that's the but biggest yeah. spoiler, and we got it kind of mm-hmm. out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you're already stuck around and listened to that one, yeah, we can't really ruin much else for you. <laughs> Stick but, around, yeah. But like they they drop that one in like the first I don't know five minutes of the of the special. Yeah. It's a forty five yeah. minute special, right? And it's it's basically about mantis and drax want to find a way to bring back the joy of christmas to peter quill who's been away from earth for all these years uh and has always talked fondly of it and uh i i just i like i guess just what are your initial reactions to this thing like how did it make you feel like what about the choices of the music and the animation like what what was it doing for you guys i clark you go for it go first so um there were some things that were a little jarring like that, like, like dropping that they bought nowhere from the collector, which, which I thought was pretty big. So now they're thought that he died nowhere. Yeah. I, I think it was an illusion that he died. Right. The, the illusion that, that I never thought he died because of the ride. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not connected. Yeah, it is. No, they're not. Yeah, they're separate. They're, 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 they're the not connected. Canon. The ride's canon. No, they're their own Disney Parks universe. The ride's canon. No, the oh, ride's canon. No, the ride's canon, I think. Oh, Don't make me do this. But the ride's canon. Go ahead, look it up. Um, that being said, uh, that, like, that was a little bit jarring, but I got past it really, really fast. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I really, it's one of the things that I love about having Disney Plus is the fact that they can do these little side stories that I thought was great. And it's like, it's like the concept of the short story, of having a short story in between novels and stuff that just bridges certain things. It's great. They had this little story that they didn't need a whole movie for, but because they have a place like Disney Plus, they, they were able to to make this wonderful little short story that just helps bridge the gaps. And that has some pretty big stuff like having Mantis be Peter's sister, which makes sense when I think about it because she was the only other one living on the, on the planet and she, he didn't kill her. And Ego was quite prolific. I mean, he went around populating, but she had something, uh, it's not canon. Wait, that's Disney's new ride from 2021. It's it's older than 2021. Well, in any case, you're okay. wrong. The collector's alive. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and then I, I love the music. Uh, I made a comment. I grew up here in LA and uh, we have a radio station called K-Rock. Uh, and that they, Kevin and Bean, which are pretty famous radio hosts here, had a Christmas cassette that they would release every year with with 
a bunch of big bands doing Christmas music, sometimes being uh, different versions of classics, sometimes brand new Christmas songs. And this whole soundtrack to me sounded like it was from a Kevin and Bean Christmas cassette. And it just made me feel very nostalgic, yeah. uh, among other things. So I, I had a great time with it. I mean, I felt that um, Drax, um, I think some of his, I think he laughs too much. I think they had too many scenes with him just suddenly bursting out laughing because it doesn't always fit in his race of being taking everything literally. But that being said, I also feel good for Dave Bautista who didn't have to, who they gave him a jacket so that he didn't have to put makeup on his nipples. Uh, I, I kind of took, took it as, as Drax is like, whether or not he's even realized it, you know, like he's, he's found a family and he's a lot more comfortable yeah. and he, and he just gets to have joy. And also Thanos is dead. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. like, that was yeah. his entire purpose. Like that mm -hmm. was his whole purpose. And so softened. yeah, he's, he's got, he's, he's allowed he's, to soften. I, yeah. I feel like he's got, he, he's veered into like lovable loof territory. Also, and I don't, I don't know if I like that. Also Drax is drunk for uh, a good portion of that that movie or yeah. holiday special that as well as mantis yeah. and mm -hmm. so like i think that's mm -hmm. easy to like overlook that they weren't just drunk for that scene they were drunk when they were going to kevin bacon's house they were drunk when they were stealing his his stuff and they were drunk when they were terrorizing him in a home invasion mm -hmm. um <laughs> i i freaking loved it all because like mantis yelled so much all the time oh my gosh yes and it was so good and i kept in my head canon at least she was still buzzing from all the shots <laughs> we did at the club which i also really loved that it. it was just a full-on gay club like that was yeah. that was great they was just they were just at a gay club and flula borg was the bartender and i'm like thank you thank you for all of this this is so literally awesome. has one line yeah um ricky Ricky, I gotta I gotta ask you before before we talk to Ian though. Um I don't think you grew up on as many holiday specials the way we did, right? Like Um I've seen the classics, but I don't think I've gotten routine holiday specials like you did. Yeah, because we definitely like I don't even know which ones were new and which ones were classic when I when I was uh I had eight crazy nights. Uh oh my god. Adam Sandler classic. Um that doesn't count. Adam Sandler classic. Um, what else did I have? I really liked. We like we had the movie, like the directed DVD movies, like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I remember liking as a kid. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. We not a. I feel like I missed the gap. I missed the generation on this. Yeah, because I feel like for me, a lot of like kind of similar to what Clark was saying, like a lot of the, what what makes this special work so well is the different nostalgia strings it's pulling at. And like, you know, I, I was, I'm not joking earlier when I said like, you know, I've been saying this for years, ever since the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, James Gunn went and made the best Star Wars movie that wasn't a Star Wars movie. Like when he put that movie out, like I got the feeling of joy of watching a Star Wars movie for the first time in decades uh, yeah. since, you know, when I went and saw Guardians in theaters. And then, like, I think it's really funny that he didn't stop doing that. And not only is he following all the beats of Star Wars by including a holiday special 
and also including a surprise uh, sister. Um, like he's like, I'm just he. I'm in and I am your father moment. You know, like yeah. he's doing them all. He's just doing them all with his own head. You know, his own canon, his own universe that totally flies in the face of canon in the in the actual Marvel comics. Like Mantis is not Peter Quill's sister. Peter Quill yeah. is not the son of ego. You know, none of these things. But nobody cares because everything he's creating is so fun and magical and 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 it's it's space like you haven't seen since Star Wars, you know. And so that, but aside from that, like also the animation style of the flashback, did that not make you feel like you were watching the old Hobbits? Yeah, yeah. like the old Hobbit. Oh Rankin Bass. Yeah, yep. that was some Rankin yep. Bass stuff right there. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, I, so I can understand why, like, if it's not pulling at your heartstrings, you're, you're there waiting for something juicy to happen. You're, you're not going to say that. I I don't think I hated it. Did you think it was, did you think it was cheesy? Um, like, was it more of like, cause I mean, it's, you know, it's not as, you know, the the guardians are always funny, but it was like less serious. Can I say silly? Is that a a better word? Yeah, yeah, that works. It was, it was silly. And I, 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 I'm happy it exists. I'm happy that I watched it. Um, for me, it just felt too long. <laughs> um, because I, I don't think they, I think the guardians work when they're all there. And from what we've gotten so far, I love Drax guardians one. I really did not like Drax guardian two. And I just didn't love like the, I feel like he got so dumb. Like, like he's. I feel. I, um, in this like, is where in like, I agree with Ricky a little bit. In, in like season I, I, I one, know what you're saying. in yeah. season one of SpongeBob, Patrick Star is he's stupid, right? But he's not dumb. Ricky's heart is three sizes too small. But in in uh, subsequent episodes of of uh, uh, SpongeBob, he just becomes like. A complete idiot. Same thing happened. I, if you want to go like Family Guy, season one, Peter Griffin, he's not like a complete idiot. You know, he's. But what what makes you think that Drax was an idiot in this story? Like, I kind of think his actual logic makes sense from a like the story setup is all these aliens have no freaking clue what Christmas is, as beautifully demonstrated by that song that is like five five minutes long it's a long song and it's and and i i really love that they put themselves the writers put or james gonna put himself in the shoes of saying what would an alien think if you tried to describe christmas to them you know what i mean and so if you start the, the special with that in mind then like i don't see what what's wrong with drax's logic that he thinks that giving peter quill the hero that he's spoken about for all these years because that's the thing that's the thing we're kind of missing and i i get what clark was saying is that it's kind of weird how like like so much has happened and they just exposition it but like at the the reality is like a lot of time has passed in the marvel universe and they just kind of had to do that right because Mm -hmm. they if they like if they want to keep the the guardians current 
Like they just had to kind of explain. Some yeah, the game, let, let me ask another. What question. have the Guardians mm-hmm. been doing since they left? When did yeah, they or, develop their hatred of actors? I don't. I don't think they have to have developed that before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, it, they, it's just the fact that they're actors, and you know that they're just mocking their. I think the thing. MCU has constantly mocked actors, mm-hmm. it, especially. Especially uh, Luke Hemsworth and Matt Damon. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Like, they have been mocked numerous times now. I, it's pretty funny. I did very much enjoy Cosmo. Cosmo's great. I love the accent. Yeah. Cosmo was not what I expected. I don't know why. I think I always thought Cosmo was a boy dog. Um, but it was she, it, she was played by Maria Bakalova who was the daughter of Borat in the Borat sequel. Yeah. And that woman knocked it out of the park in that in that sequel. And so I'm happy to see that she's, you know, joined the, the universe. But yeah. a lot more Cosmo, definitely. Yeah. I like that. But Ian, Ian, I, I know we kind of skipped around the uh, like past you, but tell us what tell us what you loved or hated about this thing. I I loved the whole thing, but like like you were saying, like it I I was there during the you know Star Wars holiday special audience. Yeah, like I I was there for that that window, and so like I was hoping for like silly and cheese and a little bit like you know just you know having fun with it. And like you said, Dennis, I mean this is James Gunn playing with his his you know toys like for for his own Star Wars version. And so I love the music. I loved the, um, I loved, I just love Mantis, like, especially the yelling, but just in general, I love how What are you doing? (laughs) Just so many moments. Throws her over the fence, yeah. And when she was, like, hitting the bell trying to get Kevin Bacon, and then she just, like, what? Like, you know, just, like, yelled at it or, you know, it was was good. I loved how she hissed Um, when she was leaping through the house. She was so terrifying. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. I kept trying to put myself, yeah, contextually, like, if you're a Kevin Bacon, this is terrifying. Just like like those humans that saw the the Guardians ship, the Bowie, arriving, like, like, I don't, I love how they didn't just instant panic. What they did was they had the face of, dear God, not again. Like yeah, so many exactly. alien invasions. Exactly. You know I mean? Like, um, this is terrifying, and it, it was it was so good. But yeah, like, I love what, that we we got the introduction of the ship. Like they now have a new ship. They didn't need to like go into a bunch of detail on it. Like they were just like the Bowie, you know. Um, I love the music absolutely. When uh, when they hit the, you know, I I will agree with Ricky that the part with Drax and Mantis alone chasing, you know, on Earth and stuff was um, specifically when they were kind of trying to get to, you know, get Kevin Bacon. It, I could see it not being the strongest part of the episode because the Guardians are the best when they're together. But, like, just when they were hanging out with the, you know, in Hollywood and the, the GoBot jokes really landed on me. That joke oh, was yeah. that was just awesome. Gobot I had GoBots. I mean, yeah, like that was just incredible. Um, and so there was a lot of things that just kind of worked for for me. Um, but when when they hit, you know, when they get to the, the part where they reveal the Christmas stuff for Peter, and and Smashing Pumpkins Christmas time starts playing. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, what? And he goes out there like, I had 
I had goosebumps. I'm sure some people Amen. were like child, you know, no, cry, over the cry. Like I was way. just like, this is just pure Christmas joy right here mm-hmm. that I haven't felt that way in a long time. Um, I agree. And then they got, you know, they got to have fun with it, uh, you know, and, and kind of, you know, when um, he runs away and um, Nebula's like, you know, goes after him with the gun and he says something about <laughs> don't kill him. She's like, she says something, I can't even remember the exact quote, but she said something that was just like ruthless and hilarious at the same time. And she is just such an awesome character. Everything she does was like, ha- you know, has that angry edge to it. Even her dancing to the song was very like, yeah. And I was just like, Nebula's the best. I, I want, I want a side comic of how she got Bucky's arm. I want, yeah, I want some I ramifications for that. I want to know. <laughs> Where there, there was a tweet, a there was a tweet where he, I think James Gunn just simply said he, she, he, she went down there, got it, and brought it the gift. End of story. Yeah, like that's, that's the that, thing is, I don't need it explained to me. I just love I, that. It I love, I love that she's formed this strong relationship with Rocket to the to where she she would go do that for him. I think that's adorable. See, like I feel like uh, Nebula's yeah. growth feels more realistic or as well, opposed to like a drax just becoming a buffoon i don't think he's a buffoon though i think i think he does i think i mean let's be real like this is the guy that was pretty sure no one could see him because he stood perfectly still and that was a long time ago, man. Like that was a long time yeah, that's ago. The start this is the same bu- guy the that start of his buffoonery. That thought if you cut from the inside, it cut from the inside exactly. Yeah, the start exactly. of the buffoonery. It's I, not, and and I, I see your point, Ricky, because I kind of agree with you on that. But I'm like, don't take it any further, because yeah, I don't, I don't want Drax to be an idiot. But I don't think he's an idiot. I think he just doesn't have the context, right? Like, yeah. like when, like example, when she says, "Don't kill," and like he's like, "Well, how am I supposed to know the rules if you don't tell me the rules?" You know what I mean? Like they they never not well, killed. Like they've killed yeah. a lot of people in the past, you know. So I get his point. Like I think I think I'm just like allowing myself the the space to see things through their eyes, which is not human eyes you know what i mean and like and experience all these weird things like kevin bacon and stuff and like gay bars and and hollywood walk of fame you know like all of these things through the eyes of a freaking alien um you know like they don't understand that that's not steve rogers that's that's, they're getting a picture (laughs) you know like they don't get that and i don't think that makes them dumb i think that just makes them like you know not human that makes them not human and i'm fine with that but so, I think something that, that helps sort of Ricky's point is that we just saw the trailer where once again in the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, they're doing the jokes about Peter having to tell Drax, you can't just kill everybody. I mean, that that's a that's a part of the trailer. I mean, that. But that was my thing is, I've always read Drax is autistic. And so it's kind of upsetting every time you guys miss you misconstrue. And I, by you guys, I really mean Ricky. Um, you misconstrue autistic as somebody not, uh, you know, having a different way of, of, of sensory perception um, as being a buffoon, because yeah. I just I don't think that's what's yeah. happening here. I think I think what he's doing 
is just portraying a character that doesn't behave the way you know uh uh what the perceived the perceived notion of of normal is i don't know it's like the vigilante argument again like i don't think if someone displays those types of traits or tendencies i don't think it's you know safe to like just let's pretend that they're this or that you know it's it's but i don't i, think I don't think that's pretending is... that i think the autistic community has has grasped on to drax like for a long for years now I think so, the yeah. autistic community has been a big fan of that character and because they believe that that is what he's doing and like he perceives the world differently or everything not yeah. just the world he perceives everything differently than everyone else because it's a different he's yeah. not I I, I get frustrated at the it. I, like it's not yeah. questionable, you know. It's a part I just of get, the character and who he is. I think I just get frustrated when when the argument becomes this character is not acting the way I think they should act. Well, you're not writing this story, you know. Like so, I think you know you're entitled to not like it, but I don't think I don't think he's behaving out of character for his character for for who Drax is. And so I, I just really enjoyed, I enjoy seeing the character Drax experience joy, whether it be like really effed up joy. Like I hate when a story doesn't end with somebody dying or something, or, or, you know, like, or I hate, wait, I hate when a story ends with everyone alive or something like that, you know, like, okay. That's 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 the destroyer in him. That's like the, you know, that's the the Drax, the destroyer. That's that part of him. That's yeah. the culture he was raised in, um, you know, is, is a very like warrior style. And then you combine that with those traits, other traits, and you essentially have this character who is, you know, sees the yeah. world differently, but at the same time has like that, you know, twisted edge to him. Yeah. yeah. But there, it's also a universe where like we applaud it for being weird. And so I don't think, I don't think I want to like knock it for, never previously establishing that they don't like actors because that's a weird and funny thing to have happen. And I'm okay with it. You know, like I'm okay with that. Do I think it is jarring that, yeah, we had to get those, 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 that exposition out of the way at the beginning to establish. Yeah. But, and do I think it's weird to only follow Drax and, and Mantis for half the show with Kevin Bacon on, you know, in Hollywood um, yes, but in the context of it being the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, the implication is budget, right? Yeah. The implication, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the hilarious implication of it is budget because everyone knows how budget the Star Wars holiday special was. Exactly. Like it is the most budget. So the fact that they could spend all this money to make it look as budget intentionally as they did is a pretty cool thing. To make and, it look like Rankin Bass is cool. And we've kind of just said this, but I think we need to to, to say it uh, out clearly, give this, the props to Kevin Bacon, uh, especially in the scene when Mantis is just changing him constantly. Kevin Bacon just does a great job in this whole... From the very beginning, I love that he drops his wife. Hey, Kara. Yeah, you know, like from, from right there, He's from great. the very first thing, dropping his wife's name just made me again feel so entrenched in the, like they're visiting our world. The fact that yeah. she was on the yeah. phone was even yeah. better, like they exactly that, that they know, got like, her, 
Yeah. They got her, and that was that was all, like Kira Sedgwick is now part of the like MCU, so that's and, awesome. So and it's this Kevin is Bacon. Like, and this, this is, is the amazing. universe where David Hasselhoff has already been part of the MCU as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Like it's and I mean, think about the ramifications of what this does for the uh, Six Degrees game. I mean, you know, it's already <laughs> it's already like a thing. Now you have him in the MCU. Like, yeah. The game's over. The ripple effect. Yeah, the ripple effect here. The game has been over for a while. Like Kevin Bacon is in everything all the time. So, Uh, but I, I really like. I saw an interview I think on TikTok with him uh, talking about like he went and saw the first movie. You know, years ago when it came out, he saw it by himself in theaters before, you know, before uh, Kira and his and his and his uh, kids, and um, it was really it was a lot for him to take in because he really loved the movie. But he didn't expect to be mentioned by name in in that movie, you know what I mean? And so, like, it 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 kind of took him aback and made and made him think about like his career and like how like crazy his career is, like his journey, like through through acting that he's that he is this thing that is now referenced in an MCU story. The, the Kevin Bacon joke, I thought it was funny in Guardians One. I really didn't like the callback in Guardians uh, or in Infinity War, right? When they bring it back up again. Yeah, Spider-Man. Infinity War, I I thought it was silly. But the one saving grace. So, I mean, so going into this, I was already predisposed not to like it because I was like, oh, they're going to, this whole thing is based on that joke I really didn't care for. Um, But where it did loop me back in uh, was when they explained to him that through his movies, you know, Star Lord defeated Ronan via dance battle. That kind of it 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 brought it back to where it wasn't it wasn't s- silly anymore. It wasn't a joke. It's it made sense on on why why you go and pull on that pull on that string. Well, I yeah. think I think yeah. I mean that's true, but also like just in general, like the emotional maturity of star lord has always been at the bottom of the yeah. mcu like he is he like it's him and he's rocket him and rocket are like the least kid. yeah they're yeah. the most broken people in the entire story and it, there's a lot of messed up people in the mcu but but like that's why i i can I'm, i mean like yes we can get mad at peter for you know like causing infinity war to happen or in right, to happen right. you can get mad at peter all day but like at the end of the day that is a kid in an adult's body you know what i mean and so and he, and, yeah. and a, like and, and a kid that not only that but like you know it's like a, he, you know he's he's you've seen him go through some stuff like yeah. he lost gamora he lost yondu he lost mm-hmm. his mother he lost his father he lo- I mean, he He's like this, this guy. He, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, like he has he has suffered every every single time. I mean, he is everybody blamed. You know, every, he, even within the fandom, everybody blamed yeah. him for you know the whole Infinity War thing. Like there, there's like the the character is like you said, he is a child in an adult an adult's body, and you know, to 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 see. Um, you know him them want to give him some some a moment of joy and to bring him something yeah it's just more of that family family yeah. vibe like but it just brings more of them that connection of those characters which 
once we go into the movie, like the next movie, and we get them all back together as they should, as much as they should be, it's going to hit hard. Like, yeah, we but know I, I how think, much they mean to each other now after like this gave that. I think the other thing about it, though, like aside from the dance battle aspect of, of needing that to justify everything, like I think if you think about it from the perspective of your earlier example, you needed to use SpongeBob SquarePants as an example to explain the buffoonery thing and mm -hmm. why because spongebob squarepants is from your childhood right and it's really it's stuck with you it's going to stick with you for the rest of yeah. your life i actually didn't get that reference because i've never watched SpongeBob. exactly SquarePants. right but for us kevin bacon has been a part of our lives forever you're telling me you have to so wait 20 years for the mcu to reference shit that i grew up with yes yes because yes. all the people no, making the MCU stuff are from our generation. Yeah, James Gunn is from our era. He bring he's he's got that history. He saw um, these specials. He watched these shows. He grew up on these movies, and that's what got him where he is. Like he's and, built off of that. And you better believe that outside of the movies we've seen, or the stories we've seen, Star Lord is talking about Kevin Bacon as much as we talk about Marvel. Like that's that's what's happening here. And so yeah. for me it makes perfect sense that that, that they would have they they're tired of hearing all the stories of the conquests of Kevin Bacon because his child mind that's all he has to look to reflect back on about the awesomeness of Earth yeah. is Kevin Bacon's stories, you know. I want to bring up another question. Just on that topic. Schwarzenegger grooved. Short, stocky, you know, hasn't grown. What how do you how do you guys like how they have how they've taken the character from baby group, teenage group, now he's got the size but not the, the height yet. And it looks like that's gonna be the same for Guardians Three. Yeah, well, I assume Guardians Three is not far from, from right, where this is. Exactly. That's why it makes sense yeah. that it be the same look. Baby group. I'm I'm fine with getting a different look for Groot every time, you know. Like it's baby Groot is dumb. It, just... In the trailer for three, they show that one scene with uh, him with Groot and Peter back to back blasting. And Groot's got like his little oh, like his little extra tentacle. arms blasting yeah. pistols, and I was like, "Yo, that's tight. That is yeah. that is awesome." Yeah. And I, me... I I will hope I will hope that um, we will see. You know, I think, you know, I, like I, this is James Gunn saying goodbye to these characters. I have a feeling that at the, you know, as long as he survives it, at the end, we will see Groot grown into like full original, you know, not that he's the original, but he'll gr have grown into like adult Groot. We'll see him in that, in that state. He's and a he'll son. Reflect, he'll look, yes, he's a yeah. son. And he'll, but he'll look similar in stature and, and, and you know, visuals. And we'll all be like, oh, Groot. I mean, you know, also, I think it's going to go full probably, circle. This Groot is also probably working out with Drax. So, you know, yeah. I mean, like, they're, like <laughs> yeah. they, that's, I, it makes perfect sense to me that he's not going to grow developmentally I, the same way. I preferred yeah. teenage Groot, uh, you know, shape-wise. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to let, I'm going to let the, I, don't think, I had no problem. I think this was it. a taste of Groot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not, oh, I don't have a problem. I just wanted to bring that's something we haven't discussed that yeah. was just different. I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I loved when the um, when the, the first during the first song in the in the beginning when they're all rocking out the whole, the whole of nowhere. It's just kind of like 
okay, whatever. And Groot's just like, oh, I am Groot. He's like yeah. rocking to it. Yep. He's loving it. I thought that was great. I laughed a lot. I that. like seeing him out of his teenage phase so that he just enjoys everything. Like yeah. he enjoys yeah. receiving that Nintendo, uh, the, the Game Boy. He's uh, in his 20s you know, now. Like, yeah, he's, 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 he's in his party phase. He's he having enjoys fun. his family. He's not awkward. Yeah. My, yeah. my little yeah. favorite group it was when he starts uh, – criticizing them for stealing a person and then he's like well dude you rolled him out it's like okay, yeah you, that's pretty fun you know my favorite part of that was that uh just like star wars um peter now clearly understands groot yeah and can speak you know and can speak to him like have a conversation with him the same way like luke couldn't understand what the hell r2 was saying in the first movie and then at some point luke just speaks r2 you know what i mean so well he speaks mm-hmm. He spoke Groot since two, right? Maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. Maybe Groot, put that away. I don't want to, have to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Well, two he, was baby. No, he was at him. But he wasn't yeah, speaking at him is not the same as speaking yeah. with him. Yeah. But they were having a conversation yeah. of clear <laughs> understanding in that moment, and I really appreciated that because, you know, it shows that growth. It maybe is just like. You know, he got his translator to find Flora Colossus, and that might be it. You know, who knows? But it's think, you know, it worked. Yeah, I think the other thing I really like is like, is we you know we obviously the first movie it's all about Rocket and Groot, but then you've seen you've had these moments where like it was Baby Groot and Drax a little bit, and like you've seen him like and and now it, and you know that the interaction with Peter and him like. It's not just Rocket and Groot and yeah. everything. Everything was Rocket. We understood Groot through Rocket before, but now yeah. we're understanding him through everyone. And you yes. can see that. And that, yeah. I think that's really cool. And we that's need that for when Rocket yeah. dies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, or when I, he leaves I think Lyla, he's going to run away with Lila. Yeah. yeah. They're going to make a little honor. We, we need that for when he dies. Um, I think... Uh, no, he, I think he's going to. That's Drax. They're going to kill Drax. They they killing them all. Are, are, are we doing a, a? Are we gonna do tough. a Deadpool for Guardians Three? I don't know, man. <laughs> They'll kill I'm, not I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that yet. It makes me I, sad. I, I need to grow to the idea of losing any of them. I feel like several you, of them. The chance of losing Star Lord is low. I think it's very low high. Is, not I think low it's enough. very high. I think the chance of losing Star Lord is extremely high. For, for, to, to make up for all of it but you to, know to, for for chris pratt it. and his his blockbusters uh post guardians i do think he is at his best when he is in a guardian so with yeah. this and with the subsequent uh finale of their story i'm excited i i they all of them you know i think at the comic-con panel they all came out for the movie they're in tears you know yeah presenting this movie um and I thought something that you see for every project. And so yeah. I, oh, I, we're we're gonna be balling after this because it's we're the gonna only, miss them. It's the only one yeah. that that got the the same director and writer for all three, right? Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. only trilogy plus plus the Guardians uh, oh, holiday special. Spider Man. Same director and writer for Spider Man. Was it the same writers for all three? I think so. Ant Man. Ant Man saying all three. Same all three. Well, is it Peyton, yeah, Peyton Reed. 
No, Peyton Reed did the first one. Did he well, Ed, Edgar Wright helped write the first right. one. Yeah, yeah that, he had yeah, the credit yeah, on the first that. one, but Peyton, yeah. Peyton's done all. Well, he's going to do all three. Hmm. But yeah, I guess I guess Spider Man. I'd have to double check on the. Writing. It is because you you corrected me on this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be right. It's burned in Ricky's memory now. Yeah, I don't forget. But with it, in any case, it feels the most internally consistent of all of them. Because even Spider-Man has to get, like, they had to get, like, Sam Raimi and they had to get uh, Mark Webb to come and consult on the the last one, Um, which is cool. It's a cool thing that they got them to do. But it, it's, it, there's a lot of moving pieces in Spider-Man that make it not always about Tom Holland, Peter. And I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying, I think, like, you know, like, we keep you keep saying how like the guardians are best when they're together and i agree and disagree in that i think best is is relative uh, best meaning if best meaning they'll also make me cry aside from make me laugh then yes that is when they are best together but i think for the for the holiday special I don't think I wanted to cry and I don't, I didn't want to feel emotionally sad. So it kind of like the first time I watched it, I was like, Hey, that's kind of a jip. I'm a rip off. I'm getting, I'm not getting them all. I'm just getting the funny ones. But the second time watching it, I'm like, I'm glad I only got the funny ones because rocket would have brought this down in a lot of ways. Like he would have, it would have gotten to, it gets a little dark sometimes with Rocket, you know? And so, um, and Nebula, they had to use her sparingly because she's, it's a lot of darkness. It's only 40 minutes. There's a lot of of darkness there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it was really smart to take the two that have traditionally in the series been the most lighthearted and most, you know, enjoyable just at the surface level. And that had already formed a duo. Yeah, you, and you, had it already, you're, you're, it already had those. Oh, it's extracts yeah. mantis. That makes yeah. sense. Exactly. And and since forming that duo, we haven't gotten uh payback on that, or you know, we haven't gotten to have that paid mm-hmm. off like this whole like these last six years or whatever, five, six years. Oh, they're gonna so kiss it, in the movie. <laughs> they might, who knows? Or they could just be platonic. I think know? they're platonic. I think it's just there's there's just a, a mutual like love and respect for each other yeah. but there doesn't have to be any more than that but but yeah like i think i think ultimately this goes down in my book as one of the greatest holiday specials i've ever watched and i because like ian said it made me feel that appreciation for christmas you know what i mean like it, it like it got me to remember the exact feeling I get when I when I'm um, in I'm in I'm in experiencing joy for Christmas with the family or with the friends or with just the people that I care about most, you know, like it. Yeah, it's Innocent a, it was a, and just warm joy. It's like yeah, it's like the same feelings I had when I would come home. Like I've, when I was growing up, my family every every year for Christmas Eve, we would go and we would all we would go visit you know, a few different friends and we, you know, cookies and hang out for like an hour and go over here. And we, we kind of make our rounds. I mean, we came home and we turned down the lights and we turned down the tree and we lit a fire in the fireplace and we got everything ready for Santa. Like it was just a purely 
warm, familial joy. And I felt that, like I said, when, when Christmas time started playing and the like, and he went out and they just turned on the lights and they did the snow and they just did it bit by bit, it, like all the way up until they wheeled him out. And he was saying that, you know, Kevin Bacon was saying he couldn't breathe. It was like this, like one minute of just pure, warm Christmas joy wrapped in a package of hilarity and funny references and I got GoBots's MCU canon and it just it, it, it all just kind of worked for me it really did like and, I, like you said you had you had mentioned when you watched it Dennis that you were expecting that you're going to watch it every year and I absolutely like it's already on the the record books of like this is family tradition now you know this is a yeah. part of my my Christmas experience and also like again Kevin Bacon sold that whole thing. You know what I mean? Because like he, he just like, he had a full arc in that story. Yeah. Like where, like he started as just like, I'm just hanging out. I'm just a rich Kevin Bacon going to hang out and enjoy Christmas with my family to getting kidnapped, to getting uh, mind assaulted into believing that it's the best thing ever at even being insulted. And he's like, you know, normally what you just said would, piss me off but i don't know i'm just kind of, i wonder how kind of loving this, it all like i wonder how this plays for someone who hasn't watched the movies uh ridiculous but yeah. it, but in the spirit of all the movies they're all ridiculous you know what i mean if you only watch the second one and david hasselhoff shows up you're like what the hell like i i think i think you can ask that question about any mcu thing ever like but the reality is like we know that the reason we have a podcast is because the MCU <laughs> is perpetual. It's, great, it's yeah. just going to end. It's just it's endlessly going. continuing and we have to keep watching each piece that gets added to it. And so <laughs> that's why I was happy to watch that thing. Yeah. I was, I, Dennis, I'm happy. Oh, go ahead. Good. No, no, no. I, I was, I was just going to say, Dennis, uh, going back to what you said about Kevin, uh, Kevin Bacon's full arc. I love that it ended with him, not mind controlled. And I'll see you at Easter. Like, Yep. He, yeah. Like he had just become part of the family. Like that was yep. it. He was he was just like in. I'm in for these people now. These are this this group is great. Oh, and and he's a good singer, there. which I knew. Yeah. You, you, I've heard him sing before and stuff. But I, yeah, I, I was, was glad. Great. Yeah, he's I, he had a band, right? Yeah, I've, I've been. Yeah, from so I was glad that they yeah, gave him some some you know music time. But but like yeah, I love that it finished with him just being not under not mind warped and just being like yeah, I'll see you soon, guys. Like. I loved this. It was, it was just, it was a, it was a perfect, like, end yeah. to that. Just And props to Craglin, Craglin for helping Kevin Bacon fulfill yeah. that arc. Because that, that character does not exist in the comics, like, or it didn't, you know? And that character just keeps adding more and more to this family. Yeah. That character's so awesome. He's great. I love that he's and a that scene, but... in the third. That's another thing I can't wait to see more of. In you know, at, at one point when he was asking, uh, when Kevin Bacon's asking Craglin what that fin on his head is, yeah. and he's explaining that it's he uses it to control, a, you know, a, a flying arrow, but he's not quite good with it. My wife got apprehensive for a second because she's like, oh, no, he's going to accidentally kill Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and And I think that's funny because I think that says a lot about the James Gunn experience, right? Yeah. It's like, you don't necessarily ever know what's going to happen. And so to answer Ricky's question again, like I think for anybody who has never watched them, they're going to watch this and be like, what the hell is going on? Because that's 
literally how I feel every time I watch anything James Gunn ever. And I don't hate myself for saying that question. I think it's why I come back to James Gunn all the time. Like it's why ever since like super it's, it's just what the hell is going on. I need more of this all the time. That, that Craiglin and uh, Kevin Bacon scene was actually really like, I think that was probably one of my, one of my favorite parts of that. That was like his face acting too. it, Mm -hmm. It was, it was fantastic all around. And what I liked is, you know, it, it, like you had said when Kevin Bacon heard himself name dropped and kind of reflected on his career it was like that it was like they kind of took that and did that with the guardians and kind of you know just reminded you of what's great about them and Mm -hmm. what's great about kevin bacon and why all of it worked it was just like you know he you know that movie where you danced and saved the town like well he you know he danced and saved the universe and it was just like yeah like yeah it just it really made it all kind of work and tie together in a really satisfying way like yeah it made me appreciate kevin bacon it made me appreciate the guardians it made me remember the other guardians movie and think fondly like it just all sort of worked to me like the guardians are one of the strongest parts of the mcu i think and don't forget the tag now we got to do another special yes do do you think do you think that happens no yes no no the DC versus Marvel special. <laughs> I don't. I, that would be. A, don't even get. Don't even go there. No, I, I don't. I don't think we will. I think that was just a, a fun tease to have. But I think three is going to be our. Is, I, I think it's going to stay there. I do like these special presentations, though. Um, I I think on its face, taking this. For what it is, just an update on the guardians on what they're what they're doing. Love it. Give me more. Give me a Marvel special presentation on uh, Halloween, or I mean, sorry, uh, I meant Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I don't think I they mean, need to be holiday centric. They are uh, so far. Well, Werewolf by Night was spooky, but it's not like a Halloween story. That's a Halloween story, it was, man. It, it was, no, no, but I, 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 I think. Ricky's right. Like, like show me, you just show me fill what, me in. Yeah, fill me in on, on what somebody's been doing mm-hmm. that we haven't seen in a minute, or a lovable character that maybe that's what doesn't I said get the, the spotlight yeah. in in something that's maybe a background character, and you can kind of for forty five minutes push them to the foreground and let us enjoy them. Like, give me a Madison and Wong like forty five <laughs> minute special. I'm not you even know. joking. I yeah. will watch the crap out of that. It, that it's one of the strongest strengths of Disney Plus. One of the strongest strengths that they have is that they can easily add like, these in to really be hide. fun, what, be silly, this, be weird. Uh, who's yeah. the new Falcon? Joaquin, right? He gets the the wings and Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Give Give me a thirty minute special about him learning how to use the wings. That way, when that movie comes out, dude's ready to go. You know, but plug me in also, on the on the B. It's also no, not really that different from the one shots that we used to get back yeah. on the Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. just, yep. just not, make them, make them, make yeah. bulkier, make them a little more substantial. Like, yeah, I still, I still love the Mandarin one shot. That, that, yeah. that one. That's right. That's exactly it. This is like the the evolution of that. It's like if you're not going to keep. They, at a certain point, they kind of had to move away from those. And they do them so in the comics. So now give us... They do them in the comics. You know, now yeah. they can give it to the subscription service, gain more subscribers, and give us fun content that doesn't necessarily have to be, was this movie successful or not? 
Mm-hmm. Did Jeez. it suck to the point that it's going to hurt the MCU or not? It's like we can just be like, that was fun, or that wasn't for me. Like your your Wong and Madison, shoot. throw me an update with America Chavez. What what are they doing? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I'll watch I'll watch thirty minutes of that. And then when you drop them into Secret Wars or into you know the 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 big you know team up, I'll be like, oh that's you know oh yeah I, I enjoyed that person and where they were and I remember this and that was fun. And it, you don't necessarily need to feature everybody in their own movie or to carry these linchpin you know gotta build the mcu phases like you can just be like hey you know what america chavez is coming back at the you know six movies from now to team up with everybody because well here's what she was doing she was learning how to control her power Boom. Uh, now we just see her again and we're good we don't need a, a movie you know we could get a show snapping. we could as get a, something yeah as a reminder i am groot also exists yep yeah oh i watched it mm-hmm. i loved it they were fun they're 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 cute. They're pretty short. My kids liked them. I like yeah. them. <laughs> okay, I think we gotta cut this. Uh, I think this was a great conversation. I think we're all saying, if you haven't seen it, go watch it, just to varying degrees. Um, uh, as you know, Dave was nice. Celebrate to Bob Iger's return by watching um, the Guardians Holiday Special and keep Disney nice. Plus alive, as it bleeds money from Disney. But I do want to thank, uh, you know, uh, Clark and Ian and Ricky for joining me on this Friday evening in December uh, to talk nerdy about this thing that we watched last last week on Thanksgiving. Um, I appreciate it. It's fun. It's fun to just, you know, politely argue about different about, you know, you're wrong. I'm right. Whatever kind of stuff. It's no, it's fun. Um, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys for doing this. And I'm not sure if we're going to be doing another episode for this year. Um, so, you know, thanks for thanks for supporting us this whole year uh, doing this show. And, you know, we hope to come back next year and talk about all those things that were supposed to come out this year, plus all the stuff that's getting yeah. to come out. Yeah, yeah, lots of good um, stuff coming. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we'll be sure to bring you guys back because it's always fun to have you guys back. Uh, thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth and to our audience for tuning in. Thanks, Dave, uh, for chiming in also. Uh, if if you have fun, please remember to like and subscribe. And uh, Can I do a quick page. announcement? Yes, Never. you can. Just, just because this year it's going to actually happen. You can see me and hear me on New Year's for Pasadena City College's live coverage Ooh. of the Rose Parade on January 2nd. No COVID. It's going to happen. Well, COVID my or no mug. COVID, it happened. Your mug, Ian, <laughs> my mug is will see the light. No COVID. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the so mug will see the light. It is, it is absolutely happening. You can watch it for free and listen to it uh, on the YouTube channel, PCC Lancer Radio. And so uh, we were gonna, we we're going to have an hour of pre-parade coverage starting at 8 o'clock, whether it's includes documentaries and uh, uh, snippets and interviews with the people right there at the parade and then live coverage. Uh, with me and my co-host uh, India from uh, 9 to 11 on January 2nd. So it's not yes. on the 1st, it's on January 2nd at 9 a.m. Awesome. on YouTube. Awesome, looking forward to it. This is PCC Lancer Radio. This is super awkward because Ian sent me the link to his coverage of that 
on yeah, the scene. Hey. We're already sponsored. I wasn't by gonna that say one. anything, so but, you know, I got awkward. myself a mug, and oh, you know, man, I like, oh, he's gonna have like <laughs> WWE uh, wrestler Stacy Keebler as his co-host, so it's gonna be really be awkward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like thanks, hard. no, thanks for having something to plug, because like I, I usually. I, I got tired of asking people because they always feel like, no, I don't. I just want to hang yeah. out and talk Marvel. You could plug I, this show on, on, your, on your stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah plug this show audience. too. Be like, hey, for anybody who wants to talk about that holiday special, you should go check this out. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we're going to go chat about some other stuff like uh, Midnight Suns and, and Marvel Snap. And maybe some Gotham Knights and stuff on uh, the soapbox in a few minutes. So if you feel like joining us over there and you're not already a subscriber, come join us on Patreon or just wait till next week because we put it out for free anyways. So I think that's it. All right. See you next time on Den Excelsior Troop. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Enough said. See you guys.